Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 42. We're in season two of Be With Me. And I guarantee you that what we're going to talk about today has never been talked about before in a podcast, and that is slaughter. Title of today is Seeking, is, is a, uh, Considering Slaughter. The reason that we're going to talk about it is because it's in the Bible. And uh, I'll read you the passage. It's from Luke 19, verse 27. Uh, we're in the parable of the ten minas. And a nobleman goes into a far country to receive a kingdom and then come back. And the people that are there, the citizens, say to say uh, they hate him. And they send a delegation after this king saying, we do not want this man to reign over us. And then at the end of the story, here's the, here's the slaughter part, verse 27, uh, after the those who have had the, the minas invested and some didn't invest and were punished for it. He says, but as for these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them before me. And this has been rattling around in my head for a couple of days now because I don't really like that there's slaughter at the end of this story. It kind of gives you a little throw up in your in your mouth that uh, that the people are slaughtered, even though they are certainly and personally declared as enemies of God. They said so themselves. Um, and maybe uh, the thought, my my compassionate thought being, is that every one of those people is someone's father or son or mother or daughter. But then if you blow that out a little bit further, the enemies of God are always somebody's mother. They all have some a mother. They all have a, a son. They all have a relative. So uh, just being a relative of someone doesn't exclude you from being uh, an enemy of God. All right. Second thing, uh, point number two is this this concept of wrath and be, me being an imperfect human being and not understanding it fully. Maybe I don't get my arms all the way around it. So there's a principle here about what do you do when you don't fully understand something in the Bible? So you cross-reference it, you pray for wisdom, you pray for humility, you might ask others, you might ask experts in, in commentaries. And then, uh, so here's a more even disturbing thought. What if it's just plain? What if the enemies of God, and this is a parable, so it's not a total prediction, but it's it's not an isolated point in Scripture, but what if it's a plain thing in Scripture and I just don't like it? So that may be this, that this is just plain, is that in the end, the enemies of God are going to be slaughtered, and I just don't like it. I'm just more uncomfortable with it. So there's that. Then the third thing about this here is let's talk about justice. So these people were definitely in the wrong. They hated this uh, reign. They hated the person. They made a committee. They made it public. They rebelled against his uh, uh, person, his reign, his authority, his lordship, and and said verbally, we do not want this man to reign over us. So they have this wrong view. And the, the other guy who uh, misinvests his uh, minas, he has this wrong view of uh, God and sort of quotes God and does it wrongly. And so uh, he probably is also included in, in this uh, slaughter. So uh, 
in heaven, there is going to be justice. God is going to punish perfectly. He's going to reward uh, perfectly. There's nobody in heaven that's going to say, oh, that person didn't get what they deserved, except for the people that get the, the, the blessings of salvation. So it's a little bit offensive that the bad guys are slaughtered, but it's actually, uh, it's actually just. So here's the, here's the final spiritual thought, is that uh, how does God fix this problem? So you got to turn to Isaiah 53, and Isaiah 53 is a, a wonderfully horrible prophecy about Jesus. A man, I'll just give you some of the highlights. Man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, crushed for our iniquities, by his stripes we are healed. Um, he was oppressed, he was afflicted, he opened not his mouth. And then here's the one that, that caught my my heart. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep before its shearers is silent. So get this, is God is fixing slaughter, fixing the punishment of slaughter, giving people a way out, giving them an escape. By what? By slaughter by its slaughter of his son. So we have the love of the king. And so how do we get how do we get that uh, that slaughter get out of jail free card? Well, it's by loving the king. It's by embracing the kingdom and receiving the the slaughter um, and this is a father in a sense allowing or slaughtering his son as payment for the sin of the world so that we don't have to get slaughtered. So he's offering the, the most, in a sense, the hardest thing, the most vile thing, the most violent thing to slaughter your own child in a, in a certain sense. Why? So that we can be saved. How do we do it? Love the king, embrace his kingdom, um, embrace his authority. So in conclusion, in considering slaughter, I am uncomfortable with it. And uh, I probably don't understand it all the way because I'm just a little teeny person and uh, aren't we all? But God understands it. There will be justice. There will be perfect justice. Uh, There will be some punishment for uh, rejecting kings and kingdoms and uh, rejecting the reign and authority of the Lord. and I, I almost don't even like even that that God had, that Jesus was slaughtered for this either. That even makes me a little uncomfortable. But isn't that the way of God? So let's let's do what we can. What is that? Love the King, embrace the kingdom, receive the slaughter of of this rescue, and get our get out of jail free card. So in considering slaughter today, it's the Lord's slaughter that I ended up with. Thanks for listening. Thanks for. Uh, walking this walk with me.